Welcome to the Celebration Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to meaningfully transforming your thinking through exploration, knowledge, creativity and connection. In each episode, our invited guests will share their authentic experiences and established expertise to inspire you to take positive action. The theme for this episode is Make It Meaningful, where we connect you with our guest who is a specialist in a particular topic or field. We want to unpick some of the complexities of the topic and find innovative approaches to developing meaningful interventions. Hello and welcome to the Celebration Podcast. Today I am joined by Stacey Lohman from Pakira Money, who is going to tell us a little bit more about how to make our money more green and how to use it in a way that has a better impact for the environment. Stacey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of got you into this interest of financial well-being? Sure. So I am currently living in my camper van in Europe. So I'm traveling, working and living remotely from a converted camper van currently in the south of Spain. Um, But it's taken a while for me to get to this life. So I started my career after a business and management degree at Warwick University. And my first ever day at work was um, right in the middle of the financial crisis um, in September 2008, when all of the banks were collapsing. Um, I was going up the escalators in Canary Wharf to have my very first day as an investment banker. Um, I then spent 10 years in the investment management industry in various commercial and strategy roles. But all of that time, I was really curious about the kind of financial story that we all tell ourselves that being good with money means knowing how to make more of it and kind of prioritizing profits or like increasing salary or improving bank balance or shareholder returns um, over the other values we have in our lives, like people and planet. Um, So I started Bikira Money in 2016 to um, empower and educate others around a more holistic approach to financial well-being. And um, particularly 2020, through the pandemic, through Black Lives Matter, through climate protests, through those David Attenborough documentaries, um, it's all just reinforcing for me that we really need to redefine what it means to be good with money at kind of every level as individuals from to business leaders and governments and, and all of us really. What an interesting first day to start off in Canary Wharf, particularly with everything going on at the time. Can you just give a little bit more about that experience of starting up in the financial sector during such a, a challenging time and the kind of situation that people were going through as the financial crisis was going on? Gosh, I'll I'll never forget it. My first ever day at work, and I'd never lived in London before. And I was, it was like 9am on a Monday morning and I was going up the escalators in Canary Wharf whilst all of these other bankers um, were going down the escalators, like holding their cardboard boxes with all of their like desk goodies and laptops and plants and photos of their family. And then at the top on like the main square in Canary Wharf, there were all of the press and media and, and picnic benches with recruiters and things sat on with like signs offering for help and stuff. And um, I was going into my job, like my first ever like real career position after university. Um, so it was a real shock and it was just a lesson from day one, really, how fragile this system and these institutions are that we've created and 
I thought I was, you know, I'd got a kick-ass graduate position and I was going to be making loads of money and I was already set for life. And literally overnight, some of the biggest banks in the world collapsed that weekend. Do you think that sparked your interest in financial well-being and how people's relationship with money is quite a complex one there's probably not a lot of support in place for people to actually understand how money impacts their life what does that do to our health and well-being I think that was definitely one of the seeds that made me think about financial well-being more deeply Um, and then some other early experiences I had like I collapsed in the office twice during my first six months there once they called an ambulance and both times it was just pure exhaustion and it was the first time I'd ever lived in London but I was working like 100 hours a week and I wasn't seeing any of my friends and I didn't feel like I could admit that I was miserable because I was earning a lot of money and and that was kind of a, a compromise that I made and it took me a long time to accept that that wasn't actually a failure like me being unhappy in a job where I earned a lot of money it was just a sign that perhaps that lifestyle wasn't for me and that wasn't what financial well-being looked like for me and I was actually spending all of the money I made so it wasn't like it was benefiting me in the long term because then money meant convenience because I had such little time I had to spend more money on you know eating out every day because I wasn't at home to cook or getting a personal trainer in Canary Wharf because I didn't have time to go to the gym at any other time and then money was also treats for me because it was like compensation because I'm really unhappy earning my money so I need to spend it on things that give me short-term joy to make up for that unhappiness in my in my work so it just wasn't healthy and my salary didn't reflect good financial well-being whereas now you know I work part-time my own business and I partner with other startups and work part-time for another company and live in a camper van so my salary is a lot less than it was but my financial well-being is is so much kind of stronger and healthier. Can you give us a little bit more information on Procura Money and how your organisation for people to look after their financial well-being for themselves for others and for the planet? So I started Bikira in 2016. I got um, certified as a financial coach and I started doing one-to-one financial well-being sessions, which is kind of like life coaching, but it focuses a lot more on how you marry your personal finances and money to help you achieve what you want to in life and like giving meaning to your money that really attached to your values. And sometimes that is like feeling more in control of your money or overcoming debt or learning how to manage a budget or how to begin investing because it gives people a sense of empowerment and makes them believe actually I can I can be good with money, which is a hugely empowering message that often people have never told themselves before. Um, but then also when I was like digging down into what my clients really wanted money to bring in their lives what really mattered to them were things like their relationships was like having control over their time and and how they spent their time and really caring about the planet and had concerns for like the climate crisis and things like that but then they didn't feel like money was part of a solution to achieve all of those things a little bit in terms of like time dependence like oh I'll earn enough money till at some point in the future I've got enough to to run away and live in a camper van but often we never actually feel like we have enough to go and do that and so very few people actually go and make that happen 
in reality we think we're never going to have enough and then people might go and like go vegan because they care about the planet or um, stop flying because they care about the planet and then they actually don't know that their employer pension is invested in supporting industrial agriculture or supporting fossil fuel industries understanding how you're managing your money and how that's aligned to your values and if you're using money as another resource that you have to vote for the kind of world that you want to live in. I think that's a really interesting aspect of the green money program that you've set up is to use money as a tool to show the world that what you really care about. Can you give us a little bit more of an insight into what made you interested in money as a tool for not just your own financial well-being but for an environmental impact? It was actually one of my housemates when I lived in London like several years ago. She like dedicated her life to like working for environmental causes and women's rights charities. Um, and she inherited a lot of money from her uncle, I think it was. And she had no idea like what it was, where it was invested and what to do with it. And I sat down with her and like went through all the financial documentation that she'd been given and ultimately tracked it back to what companies um, she was ultimately invested in through this money and she was so horrified to see where it was invested in terms of like tobacco companies um, fossil fuel companies and various other companies that she knew wasn't aligned to her values and it's the first time I'd sat down with someone and and shown them what banks and investment companies are doing with their money and so she then contacted a qualified ethical financial advisor and moved those investments into green and sustainable options um, and she was so proud she was so proud and it completely changed how she felt about money um, I was the only person that she'd spoken to about that inheritance because of the shame that she had around it um, before she'd made that change to sustainable alternatives. And then after that, she was telling everybody about it and she just had a totally different energy and she was really proud of what that money was doing. And it was the first personal experience I'd had of of seeing someone totally transform their relationship with money and someone who wouldn't engage with it before to then seeing how it's just another asset that they have in their lives that they can show the world kind of who they are and what they believe in so that was like the kind of the pin drop moment and then since then I've just been doing you know a lot of research into disruptive startups and companies that are focusing on sustainable savings and investments and banking options that do prioritise people and planet over profit and all of the research is actually showing how it can be a really good financial decision so being good with your money for other people in the planet doesn't necessarily mean compromising your financial returns in fact if anything it's a good opportunity for increased financial returns nowadays. What does it mean to make your money green? How does it have an impact on the causes and the environment that people are passionate and really care about? We often think about money on a really transactional basis. So we might think, oh, I've got a current account with this bank. So my salary goes into this account and it sits there until I kind of spend it and my bills go out and all my spending goes out and then I get paid into it again. Actually, like money is flowing throughout the, throughout the system and all of the decisions we make about where our money goes has a knock on impact. So 
let's say when you're when you've got money in your current account it's not just sat there idle your bank is investing and saving and lending that money out elsewhere even if overnight like to other institutions and to other companies and other investments so it's really important to understand where that money is going and if that money is going to places that are aligned to your values or not if you have a pension through your employer you see that you're investing a certain amount of money into your pension every month actually that money is being invested in numerous companies for years and years and years and those companies are shaping the future that we're going to retire into um and then even just our spending like the organizations where we choose to spend our money and um, what does their supply chain look like how green and sustainable is that um so if we start to say hey banks what are you doing with our money hey pension provider um how are you investing in our future planet and hey organizations i'm spending money with like is your production and supply chain in line with my own values if we move our money in response to things that we like or we don't like those organizations are going to respond to that so we do have influence and a vested interest to know what these organizations that we're connected to financially are doing with our money and that's what we'll explore more deeply on the program kind of what green money is and why it matters and how it can really make a difference to you and to the planet and green income so how you can work with wherever you, like your sources of income employers or, or clients and if their their values are aligned to your your environmental values too can you give a bit of insight over what the audience listening to this podcast might currently be doing that's not as meaningful as it should be when it comes to green money? The CEO of Make My Money Matter says that by switching your pension to a sustainable alternative, you could have 27 times more environmental impact than going vegan and not flying combined. There's three trillion pounds in UK pensions that most of us don't think about. There are vegans out there who are, through their pension, investing a lot of money in industrial agriculture. Or there are people who have stopped flying who are investing in fossil fuel companies through their pension. Hi, I'm Jamie from Cerebration. Our social enterprise supports organisations and business leaders who want to unleash the full potential of their employees but are facing some challenges. Typically, these are things like They struggle to retain high-performing individuals and maintain proficient teams. They are frustrated that they can't leverage the individual attributes and talent in their organisation. They are unsure how to utilise the authentic lived experiences of their diverse workforce to gain a competitive advantage. I don't suppose any of these sound familiar. If they do, or your organisation is facing other challenges, it would be great to learn how our enterprise can support an organisation like yours. To discuss your organisation's learning and training requirements, you can book a no-obligation discovery meeting at www.cerebration.space forward slash meeting. It sounds like there's a lot that people lose by not doing this in a meaningful way. What do you think some of the causes might be behind people not taking this on board? Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think it's the fault of us as individuals. Like financial awareness, financial education and financial well-being isn't something that we're taught in schools. The industry is famously very opaque terminology that most people wouldn't have come across 
we've grown up through generations where we're only seeing like increasing financial inequality and, and the tensions that that brings. So it's never been something that we have been taught can be a very positive thing in our lives. So clearly you would imagine somebody who cares about the, the planet to actually boycott organizations or stop engaging financially um, in the economic system, um, which actually just means that our voice financially might not be heard. Whereas improving our understanding of exactly what our money is going towards and believing that by changing our money, that's a message to business leaders and organizations that we want you to do positive things with our money can be a very empowering and tangible step we can take. And, and those trends are definitely starting to happen, which is really exciting to see. Why are people not doing it in a meaningful way? Why do you think these organizations at the moment don't feel obligated to have to be green with their money? I think the system is set up in that way so there's an amazing ted talk by um the economist kate rayworth from oxford and she wrote donut economics um which is an amazing book and in her ted talk she talks about at every level of our society progress um is measured through growth companies are measure their progress on shareholder returns and increasing their share price or giving shareholders a dividend and individuals or as employee increasing our salary over time or improving our bank balance. So progress or growth is measured in financial terms, which means that we do that at the kind of cost of valuing other metrics that are non-financial in our lives. So companies are incentivized to do well financially, which means that they will do that even if it means compromising people and planet in some way. Um, prioritizing profit and things like that so the system is set up in a way that promotes prioritizing profit right now but I think that's changing what would some of the positive results be if we did think about green money in a meaningful way and we did apply these techniques and these thoughts that you're talking about to making money green I think in a lot of like everyday spending that all of us contribute to, we're seeing that sustainability is becoming a competitive advantage. So if you are a company that's genuinely sustainable, people are switching to you over organisations that are seen as not sustainable. So there's now a financial incentive for organisations to be sustainable. And then from like a banking and a savings and investment perspective, more and more options are out there for um, sustainable current accounts, for sustainable um, savings and investments and apps where you can start doing this from as little as a pound. So it's suddenly very, very accessible to all of us. And also, if you look at um, market research of how share prices and how companies have performed financially, especially this year, you'll see that like sustainable sectors um, have actually outperformed more traditional non-sustainable sectors. So increasingly, we're kind of disrupting this message that you can't make money and be good for the planet. And there's actually a lot of evidence now that suggests in lots of areas of money, being good for the planet also means um, having more money too. How do you feel when people don't put intentionality into this kind of action of being green with their money? And how do you feel when organisations do it as well? Like when I see kind of individuals perhaps not doing it, I mean, I have loads of empathy 
for that I think there's a lot of education that needs to happen in terms of people believing that they can be good with money that they're better with money than they think they are and that they do have options out there um, to make greener choices with their money so I have a lot of empathy for why um, they might be distrustful of money and financial services in general. Um, and it just makes me more motivated to get the education out there and, and show people um, that they have options to, to choose what they do with their money. When I see organisations and like financial institutions perhaps not managing money in a meaningful way, that's the bit that makes me angry, I think, because it just shows me that systemic change is needed to incentivize organizations to prioritize people and planet. And that's why it's so great to th see things like the B Corp movement out there. Also just makes me want to talk to consumers and investors and um, anybody with a pension to say the way that we can make business leaders and organizations and people with a lot of money and influence listen is by voting with what we do with our money. What choices do you think people have in order to be forward with this in a meaningful way and to enable them to create that change that they want to see in the world? There's a few different ways that you can make a start. I guess sometimes when we talk about it in terms of systemic change and trillions of pounds and all that stuff, it can feel and sound really daunting. I think the best place to start is, again, talking to other people about it. So it's often something we feel like we need to do alone, um, which isn't the case. I run a free virtual co-working session for one hour every Friday morning where anyone can join and just work on their own personal finance stuff. And I'm there to answer any questions. And I think you can either start by saying... Where feels like the easiest way for me to make a change? Where do I feel most empowered to make a change, however big or small? And that might be maybe changing the way that I do my food shop or not buying from fashion retailers that don't seem that sustainable. So something that you might be feel like a small change, but you feel that you could do relatively quickly just to begin building that momentum. Or you can say to yourself, where do I think would have the most impact and start there? And most of the time, that would probably be understanding your pension more. So either starting with where's a quick win that will feel really great and show me that I can do it and then I can build on that momentum. Or where do I want to have the biggest impact and start there? But just thinking that you don't have to do it alone and asking more people about it, maybe having like a financial accountability buddy or joining something like my finance Fridays where you have a safe space if you don't feel confident talking about money where you can start to have those conversations. Brilliant and that sounds like it would be incredibly useful for a lot of people. Who are the people and community that you want to call to join you in action to make their money green? Money is a really interesting area to like filter down your niche because it is something that impacts all of us on a daily basis. So I think anybody who believes that money is another resource that they have in their lives to do some good for the world and wants to manage their money in a way that is aligned to environmental values. If you feel strongly about climate change and you haven't yet explored how money can help you with that cause, then they would be ideal for the Green Money Programme. And you can have any amount of wealth. I would say if you're really struggling with debt or affordability around paying off debt or 
you've been financially impacted by the coronavirus and just getting by for the next few months feels a little overwhelming, then do what you need to do from that perspective. But if you, even if you have as little as £10 to save a week, then over time that will make a really big difference. I've been doing like a countdown calendar to the start of the program on my Instagram and the example I used the other day was Captain Tom Moore who raised like 33 million pounds for the NHS during the coronavirus and I looked at on his just giving page and how many donators that came from and I just divided the 33 million by however many donations there were and it averaged out to 20 one pound for each supporter and it was just a really nice way to show the cumulative effect that the little financial changes we can make and contribute to can have on the world in a bigger cause so I wouldn't want anybody to be put off from doing the program because they don't think they have enough money because we can all make a difference that's a really nice message to be able to walk away with. And I think one of the things that I'm interested in is what's one action that every individual could take as an initial starting point to be able to start making their money green? If you are employed by an organisation in the UK and you are in auto enrolment, so you have a pension with your employer, asking HR how you can better understand how your pension works would be great. If you are a, if you're self-employed or a contractor or a freelancer, I would say just looking at your bank balance from last month and saying, you know, with each transaction, do I know if this transaction is, you know, supporting or compromising my environmental values? Yes or no. And just see how many are yes, see how many are no, see how many are don't knows. And then one of them might jump out at you and one of them you might say I want to know more about that that's really useful and thank you so much for giving across that really insightful information and sharing your expertise is there any or ways that people can get involved uh, yeah I'm doing a countdown to the green money program and sharing green money facts every day on my Instagram which is at Pakira money or you can find out more about the green money program on my website which is pakiramoney.com Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to Celebration with Jamie Brett. If you like our show and want to hear more, check out our podcast channel at anchor.fm forward slash celebration. If you are interested in the work Celebration does, visit our website at celebration.space and please leave us a review on wherever you get your podcasts from.